of the situation report for March 22nd, 2023, as Lieutenant Colonel Murray, the saga of Trump and the Trump arrest continue. But at this point, it's starting to look more and more like distraction than an actual viable situation that will develop. I could be wrong, but typically if they were going to do something, they'd have done it already. And the messaging over the weekend was exasperating to say the least for a lot of different reasons. But I, I think it's time to give everybody the bigger picture and go point by point of why they need to distract you because clearly people have forgotten it. The, the Let's talk about logistics first because logistics makes our country move. Everything we do is based off consumer spending. We don't produce anything in this country anymore. And because we don't produce anything in this country, we're relying on consumer spending and consumer habits to quote unquote measure our GDP, which is ludicrous because this country is loaded with resources that we won't, we can't ex expend in something like a hundred years. But the powers of be and the, the capitalist system or the elite, however you want to call it, the elite in our society have decided that we need to offshore everything. I think they've offshored everything to destroy the small towns in this country, destroy community and drive everybody to the bigger cities, which to a lesser extent has literally been highly effective. But logistics makes our country move. And just over the past six weeks, we've seen multiple train derailments. We've had problems with the trucking system for almost a year and a half. And now there's shipping issues as well and a, and a backlog of shipping on both sides of the pond. So you have logistical issues that are propping up and at any moment could fail. The same time that's going on, this regime that's been installed has gone against gone to gone on the offensive to attack the energy sector and the energy sector is highly susceptible as well to some kind of catastrophic influence and with the disruption of the supply chain disruption of the the logistics you you have a recipe to run out of fuel to run out of energy it's all being architected at the same time that's going on, commerce is affected by logistics as well as by the energy sector. And when commerce fails, like banks fail, you have a recipe for a system-wide collapse. We're right on the verge of a system collapse because of all of the different inputs that have gone into the system to disrupt the system. The reason why it hasn't affected us yet is we have, we have stores on hand for a few weeks or potentially a few months that haven't been exhausted yet. So it's, is it any wonder why they're dis disrupting and distracting you away from the bank failures, away from the, the supply chain issues, the train derailments? Because how many train derailments? 40 train derailments just the last month? That's statistically impossible. They're architecting a failure of the system. And yet, the Trump story, just like the balloons, has distracted everybody away from that. Nobody's talking about it anymore. East Palestine, forever toxic. In the food chain. Now it's in the genes of the people that live there. So it's genetically transferred now, according to 
several occupational safety, health and safety experts. Kristen Megan and Tammy Clark are two of them. They talked about it. And then along with that is the cultural breakdown. And the cultural breakdown is over this, you know, gender pronouns, gender identity, sexuality preferences, the the whole trans gay agenda that's been propagated across all of our society. They've flooded the system with garbage information, which has created all kinds of social problems. Just the grooming of children and the number of pedophiles that have come out of the woodwork since all this started is unbelievable. But even more unbelievable is the fact that you have all these homosexual predators that have come out of this come out of the woodwork. And they're in all facets of our society. And they're on display. And the system is being reported by pedophiles. And then when you look at the border situation where we have this massive influx of of military age males and females. And then on top of all of that, you have the vaccine-related issues, health issues that are starting to affect people now two years into this. And you can start to see that the, the society is about ready to collapse. Of course, they're going to put out bigger and bigger stories to distract you away from that. The massive rash of unexplained deaths, the mass number of derailments, the situation on the ground in Ukraine. And at the same time, all of this is going on. They've offshored a bulk of our military forces and fighting age males and females. They've offshored them to a different country, weakening our strategic position here. If I wasn't, you know, if I was a bed man, I'd say they were trying to make us ripe for an invasion. And that invasion is happening right now. The question is, is this going to be a full-scale full, full scale invasion or is this going to be disruptive operations by a variety of forces against critical infrastructure, first responders, and our military? All this is happening real time. And it's why I was so frustrated on Monday. Is that The conversations I had on Monday were with other field-grade officers talking about all the things we shouldn't be doing because we'll get rolled up by the feds. And I had to remind everybody that not only do we have a moral obligation to defend our country, but we're supposed to be the vanguard that's watching all of these things going on and tracking all these things because our intelligence apparatus has been turned against us. The federal leadership and federal agencies have been turned against us. The military has been turned against us. Do I think there's people in the military that are still loyal? Yes, I do. But I also know human nature, and human nature is they're going to follow orders until those orders don't make sense to them, morally, ethically, and religiously. We've already seen how many people capitulated went along with the vaccine mandates, which forever has affected, will forever affect their health, as well as their family's health. In addition to the infertility that was just inflicted on over 50% of our population. All this is happening 
real time in front of you. You don't think that that would be a big incentive for the elite to distract you away from all of those things on a weekly basis? First, it was the balloons. Then it was UFOs. Now it's Trump. It's going to be something else next week. There's always a boogeyman. And then I read stuff by guys like Bioclandestine and some of these other influencers that's complete nonsense, but more importantly, it's dangerous and irresponsible. Let's talk about the post that he posted on Tuesday. So Xi and Putin met this week prior to Xi's arrival in, in Russia. He was coordinating the delivery of munitions for Putin. He wanted those delivered before he arrived. These are the same people that have regular troops guarding fentanyl plants in Mexico that are importing military-age males and females into this country, that are working with the cartels to push fentanyl into our country. That's an act of war. And yet I see irresponsible things from bioclandestine about the stars are aligning, Putin and Xi are working together to destroy the deep state. No, they're working together to destroy the United States of America, not just the government. And they don't care, to, they don't give two shits about the American public. Their war might not be with the American public, but they don't give two shits about what happens to us. China would just as soon kill everybody off, which you can make the case because of these vaccines, not because of the COVID stuff. You notice how the conversation and the narrative around COVID is now about the labs. It's not about the vaccines. The mass death is not about the vaccines. It's about long-haul COVID that affects your heart. The vaccines are the bioweapon not the virus. They're getting ready to release yet another virus with event 2501 that was just done. You don't think they have something bigger to distract you away from? That was the frustrating part of the weekend, which brings me to the protest conversation. There's a million and one ways we can disrupt the system without putting people in jeopardy. One of the easiest ways we can do that is to boycott the big corporations and the big banks. To stop using grocery stores with and replace them with our own personal victory gardens. To start working together to barter for things instead of going to the trough every day to get the next thing you need. The one thing we can't barter is gas. But we can barter wood. We can barter other things. Sorry, I just <laughs> blanked out there for a second. I have two dogs outside chewing on bones. And it gets really distracting. There's other things we can barter, right? Energy is not one of them. But we can barter logistics. We can move things for each other. Problem is we we're not we're so reactive that we're not thinking outside the box. That was the other frustrating part of Mondays. 
everybody's reacting to something that hasn't even happened yet. And I kept trying to say to everybody, let's wait and see how it develops. Let's wait and see how it develops. The messaging's all over the place on this. That's not consistent with something they're going to do. If they're going to do something, they message it and then they do it. And they did they didn't have consistent messaging with this. And it brings me to the point of who would be responsible for this? I can tell you exactly who's behind this. Just like the the other case that's going on in New York right now. The the meme case against uh what's the guy's name? Um influencer in 2016 he was taken off of youtube arrested and he's in he's in court right now which is a free speech conversation that they definitely want to distract you away from and all of this is happening all at the same time and it's being done through lawfare let me say it again all this is being done through lawfare current narrative at least is being done through lawfare. I can tell you who's behind every bit of this. This has the Clintons written all over it, literally all over it, right down to the way this was messaged has the Clintons all over it. And the way the Clintons work is they compromise somebody, then they leverage them for what they want, despite what their, what their, moral compasses tell them. And Doug, Douglas Mackey is the case I'm talking about. He released a bunch of memes during the 2016 election about Hillary Clinton. And I can tell you unequivocally that Hillary Clinton is a maniacal, petty person. She would hold a grudge long enough to be able to see it carried out. I know her type like the back of my hand. There are a dime a dozen in D.C., and she is a petty, maniacal, opportunist, narcissist that would do anything to get back at her political rivals, which is exactly why they're going after Trump the way they're going after Trump and the things they're going after Trump for. They did the Obama did the exact same thing to Dinesh D'Souza in 20, 2010 and 2012. And he went to prison, uh, you know, out, whatever, not outpatient, I'm thinking medical, a uh, walk in prison for the better part of a year over campaign finance. I discussed this in my last sit rep. She's exactly who's behind this. At the same time that's going on, this other distraction, Ron DeSantis and Pierce Morgan. I hate Pierce Morgan. I hate that guy. He's, he's like a, he's like a rash that won't go away. He's an MI6 asset. This guy openly taints and, and cuts, um, videos and interviews to make people look bad. He's a bag of shit. And I don't like the fact that DeSantis is being supported by Murdoch and Ryan and the uh, Carl Rove crew. I don't like any of that either. But the fact that this interview took place and now it's a massive distraction, it's all over, it's all over the internet, tells me that it's either one of two things, either it's controlled opposition or it's just another distraction. But my view of the whole thing is DeSantis has no business running right now. He needs to stay in Florida and make sure the things he put in place during COVID are not undone by the rhino that replaces him in 24, because that culmination point is quickly approaching. 
And secondly, he doesn't have the popular support to be president. He just he's not popular across the country like Trump is. And if this is the best that the GOP establishment at the national level can do, then we're screwed anyway. Because it's just another example of somebody who's being put forth by the same people that gave us Mitt Romney and the rest of the malcontents that are crime families. We don't need another crime family in in D.C. And look, DeSantis has done some good things for Florida. He's got some good rhetoric, but that doesn't mean that he needs to be in D.C. right now in 2024. And a lot of people are saying, Trump's coming back, Trump's coming back. Trump's never coming back. And if I'm wrong about that, fine, I'm wrong about that. But I don't see a pathway for Trump to get back to to office. And with the fact that they've compromised all of the swing states and taken the swing states and put liberals in swing states now, I don't see a pathway for anybody counting the votes to put Trump back in office, even on his best day. And I definitely don't see DeSantis being installed without some kind of a major dope deal that's not good for the American people. But even above that, everything that I just outlined related to the collapse of the system is right in front of us. This is not in 24 or 25. This is right now. So this whole DeSantis thing is distraction. And I don't like Ron DeSantis anyway. I don't like the way the guy talks. I don't like the way he's the people he's affiliated with, just like I don't like the people around Trump. What I want to see is is a true leader come forward, somebody that's not influenced or owned by somebody. And let's be perfectly clear. If you're a politician, you take money, you're somebody's bitch. You are nothing else but somebody's bitch. And you got to get this thought process out of your head that politicians are upstanding people. They're not. They're all douchebags. All of them. I've dealt with enough of them here in Arizona to realize that every single one of them is a narcissistic opportunist that would step over the dead body of a family member if they thought it was going to get them back in office. The only thing these guys are talking about is how they get back in office. I turned out, so I have to go for the Senate. Okay, that's the most important thing that you have in front of you? Not let's fix the voting system? Let's fix the election process? Let's fix voter ID? Let's do something about the border? No, I turned out, so I have to go to a different house in order to stay in. That's the point I was trying to make this morning, and people lose their minds over it. We're not going to get that far anyways. From what I'm seeing, we're not going to get to 24. There's no way. And which brings me to the congressional hearings, which is yet another conversation that I've had with people that clearly does not go anywhere. Congressional hearings are going to result in nothing. There is nothing coming out of any congressional hearing that's going to do anything to change the situation we're in. And I think the only guy that's been talking about something that's tangible that's potentially going to happen is Tom Luongo. When I did my interview with him, he talked about how the Fed was going to continue to raise rates regardless of what was going on in the economy, in the banking system, and in Europe. 
because the Fed's at war with the city of London. And today, the Fed raised rates. I absolutely think that Tom Luongo is right. Absolutely. Because everything the guy said was going to happen has happened. Everything the guy said was going to be the downstream's effects happened. The other thing he talked about, which I think is plausible, is the fact that there was a lot of conjecture over why Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, and I can't remember the other, was seized by the feds. He purports that they were seized by the Fed to cut off the money laundering by the by the elite, and especially by the DNC and the left. That's very plausible because if you look at the optics of where we are right now, it makes a hell of a lot of sense. Now, is that going to stop the crash, according to Ed Dowd? No, not going to stop the crash, and I agree with him too. I think there's too many things that have been put in place that are going to crash the system. The question comes down to this. And again, this is why I was frustrated on Monday. Because I spent all day talking to people, telling me all the things we couldn't do, instead of trying to tell me things we could do. Right now, the thing that everybody needs to be doing is working in their local communities to start building bridges in your local community. You need to be actively involved in your community. And we need to be proactively protesting the big banks and the big businesses like Walmart. We can be doing all that concurrently, and we should be doing that concurrently. Like I said, there's more than one way to demonstrate. There's more than one way to protest and boycotting the big systems. Like I started today, actually I started last week, but again today, started weaning myself off of Amazon, off of mail order, and off of delivery services. It's hard. It's very hard. But there are more than a few options within your local area. And I started seeking those out today. And I highly advise that everybody else do the same thing. What I didn't do today was I didn't reach out to somebody in my local community, which I said every day I'd reach out to somebody locally. But at the end of the day, that's the hill we're going to die on. That's why, that's why I keep saying the same things. That's why I keep beating the drum. Because there are so many things that we need to be doing. Unity is one of them. All of us supporting the effort. Checking our egos. That's the other. Every single one of us wants the same thing. We want the restoration of the republic. And everybody needs to realize this isn't about Trump. Stop making this about an individual. It's about the collective. It's about the Constitution. It's about our way of life. It's nothing, absolutely nothing, to do with the man. He's just a dude. And I've been trying to say that to everyone. Everybody needs to literally check their ego at the door and get in the fight. That was the other reason I was so frustrated on Monday is talking to other field grade officers that do not want to uphold their oath. That makes my blood boil. I'm not doing this for myself. Shit, I'm probably not going to live through this shit. I'm doing it for my kids because my kids deserve better. Your kids deserve better. The children that are being trafficked, they deserve better. 
They deserve all the freedoms that we were granted when we came in. And it's our obligation to do better than our, our parents did. That's our obligation to leave the place in a better order. That's why I was so frustrated on Monday. It had nothing to do with the protest or the arrest or any of that other nonsense. It's the fact that people have forgotten their oath, especially people in uniform. Makes my blood boil. Today, I, Today's a Glenn Miller day. I'm going to end this with uh, American Patrol by uh, Glenn Miller. It's a good day for that. And I would say if there's anything you can do this week, it's continue to get involved and continue to restock your supplies and make a human connection this week. Disconnect from the noise. The noise is going to be there. Get ready for what's coming. That's the mission, though. Get ready for what's coming. God bless. One team, one fight. Again, this is American Patrol by Glenn Miller. Thank you.